Hi guys, welcome to the Lash Anarchist podcast. I am so excited to be back. Things have been so crazy. So basically what happened is we had a hurricane. I was away in Seattle teaching my last Lair Slayer workshop. And I say that meaning not that I'm going to stop teaching, but I am changing the name and I'm going to redo my workshop because I want to add in some new maps. I want to kind of like update all the photos, the branding, and just make it look a lot different. I want to include more video. And anyway, I just need to give myself a little bit of time to do that. So that was my last layer layer slayer workshop. I went out with a bang. I went to Maclash Mob, um, I guess Maclash and Brow in Edmonds and I had four students there which was great and then the next day I went to Salon Ish in okay I'm gonna fuck this up Puley up Pule Pule up whatever Washington I don't know how to say it it sounds like Pally up or it it looks like Pally up that's how people want to say it but it's like Puley up I'm I'm fucking it up anyway I went to Salon-ish. It was the coolest, like, hugest salon I've literally ever seen. But, it, uh, I mean, Caitlin, the owner, is so cool. You can tell that she has just, like, created the most amazing culture at her salon. I had 17 lash artists in that class. <laughs> so, yes, when I say I went out with a bang, I went out with a bang. I had 17 lash artists. It was like it it was honestly like it was one of the best classes I've ever had it went so smooth but I just I can't believe the culture that they have there like every single lash artist that was in there was happy to be working at that place and there's a few things that I noticed and I just if you're a salon owner I just want you to keep this in mind or if you're a future salon owner each one of those girls was able to um, kind of have con- control over their schedule, the like how much they wanted to work, how little they wanted to work, but also what was on their menu. So they all were able to offer different things. Their pricing was kind of like individual. So I don't know. It was just really cool the way that everybody was just like stoked to work there. Like it was just such a great environment, such a good class, such a good vibe. And I don't know, like everybody was really a family and a team. So that was really fun. And then I was going to stay an extra day with my friend who lives there. One of my best friends from like pre-lash life. We met at the bar that we worked at before, um, before I got into lashes and it's the bar that I met my husband at. So one of my besties and I was just kind of hanging out there and then Hurricane Idalia came through. This little hoe canceled my flight. So I ended up staying there an extra day and just kind of getting stuck there. And then uh, luckily with hurricanes, you know that they're coming. And where we live, we live on a barrier island. So a barrier island means basically there's like the inland of St. Petersburg where we live. That's the city we live in technically. 
But then once you go over the bridges, there's these like islands that are man-made and it's, that's where the coast is. That's where all the beaches are. And that's where I live. So because it was like a super blue moon or some shit like that, and then, then uh, there's a storm surge. So if you don't know what a storm surge is, I'm just going to explain it with my very little knowledge. But basically what happens is when a hurricane comes through, it kind of like goes into the water and it pushes the water down, which makes all of the water around it rise. And then with the moon being like a super moon or something, it pulled the tide up. So I posted... A video just like on my Instagram stories if you didn't see that basically it's a, a photo of my house that the neighbor took so we're actually like I said we got evacuated those those barrier islands get evacuated first and we got evacuated which is fine but like Floridians are fucking weird man they don't care especially like if people like don't have flood insurance, which a lot of people don't. So the the law in Florida was that if your home was paid off, you don't, you're not required to get flood insurance if you don't want. So basically if you have a flood, it comes out of pocket and that's just the risk you take. But because they have changed the law recently, a lot of people have been choosing to actually move out of those barrier islands and stuff. But recently they say, I think next year this goes into effect. You have to be insured with flood insurance, whether you like it or not. It's like driving a car. Like you have to have flood insurance, just like you have to have car insurance to drive. Um, I just knowing my neighbors and Floridians, like locals, I doubt people will get it even if they're required. But anyway, be, when you have financed a house like we did. So we don't own our house outright. Obviously we have a mortgage payment. The bank technically owns it and we have a loan from them. So what we do is we were required to get flood insurance. Thank God. (laughs) So anyway, we got evacuated and our neighbors stayed and they took a photo and the water was like two feet up on our house like it would it like totaled my mom's car her little Prius was in our driveway speaking of Prius I am driving my new Prius that I just got I'm very excited about that driving to work um anyway so it totaled her car we had 16 inches of standing water in our house luckily like I said we got evacuated we have plenty of time so Vike my husband was able to put like all of our furniture and all of our belongings up on cinder blocks which saved all of our belongings. I can't tell you how lucky we are. We have some friends in the neighborhood who didn't put all of their stuff up high enough and they lost literally everything that they own. And I don't know. So me like pre going through a flood or knowing somebody going through a flood, I would think like, couldn't you just dry your shit out and keep it? But the answer is no. So the ocean is literally in your home. And like in my house, it was up like a foot and a half, basically. Um, and 
so if your stuff is in it and it's sitting in it and it'll be sitting in it for days, what happens then is you grow mold and you'll grow mold in your walls too. So right now we have a remediation company, meaning like a flood fixer company. They came in and they ripped out all of our drywall up about two and a half, three feet. And they're taking everything out and they dry everything out and then they put the drywall back on. So basically like when your house is just like soaking in water, it will then form mold and it'll make you sick as shit. And that's just how it is. And that's why flood insurance is cool. So flood insurance is not cheap. It costs us, I mean, I think think it was just under $6,000 for the year. And then our deductible is 10 grand. So $16,000. It is not cheap to live in a flood zone, guys. And this is what I've learned. So I reached out to my realtor because I was like, I can't do this again. <laughs> like I literally, I cannot go through this. This is so fucking traumatizing. And we didn't even lose all of our stuff. Like I can't even imagine what our friends are going through, losing all of their belongings. They have three little girls. Like imagine just losing all of like your Christmas decorations, your fucking kids clothes, their beds, like, and then what happens. So the flood insurance takes care of basically everything in the house, right? Like of the house, it takes care of structure. It doesn't take care of belongings. So if you have like a possession, so like your clothing, your furniture, all that stuff, it doesn't cover that. (laughs) Like it doesn't cover that. So you have to like go after like your homeowners, homeowners insurance and like try to get money for all of your belongings. We luckily don't have to do that. And everything's really cut and dry. Like no pun intended. Uh, they are just paying for like what happened to our home, the structure of our home. But like when all your belongings are lost, like you have to like fight insurance companies for that. Um, if you know Mo from Lash Bash, she was, uh, we were just talking about it because she had a hurricane hit her in, um, Houston a few years ago and they didn't know it was coming. She said she grabbed like a pair, like a couple pairs of underwear and left her house and they lost literally every possession. Like anyway, depressing. I can't even imagine Um, but anyway, everyone's been like really great. So sweet. Like my bosses have helped me. We didn't have a car for a minute. Um, so I couldn't get to work. So they like rescheduled my clients, blah, blah, blah. I'm just so happy that life is kind of getting back to normal. We are living in my mom's house, but my mom lives in a house a few miles down that didn't get flooded. And it's like a half block to the beach. So my life is fine. It is traumatizing though. And basically I reached out to my realtor and I was like, I can't do this again. Like I can't live in a flood zone. And she, she just laughed. She was like, so many people are reaching out to me right now, like wanting to sell their homes. Like you guys just need to wait until next spring because we're basically, Oh my God, knock on wood. There's no wood in here, but we're kind of out of the range of like worrying about another hurricane right now so until like we have another year until hurricane season again basically 
we could technically, we are technically still in hurricane season. So just pray that shit doesn't happen, but we don't flood every hurricane either. The last one that came through Ian last year, like we didn't get flooded at all. And in fact, it pulled all the water out and then it fucked up Fort Myers. So it's like, you never know. And living in Florida is just a huge risk, but what we can do is move inland. So I think we're going to sell our house next spring, move inland into St. Pete towards downtown a little bit further. And so basically I've been like such a creeper. Like, do you, do you like looking at houses? Like who else is a psycho like me and just like loves realtor.com and just like loves driving past homes that are for sale and checking out neighborhoods like that's what I've been doing to keep myself busy this past week like it's been so weird I've been in this weird kind of like funk like where my my mind is on other things so I'm having a hard time like posting about lashes on Instagram like I don't know I guess this is why people batch work and then they have shit like ready to post but like I just don't if it's not like authentically coming through my soul I have a hard time like talking about it. You know what I mean? So I haven't been posting on my Instagram. I've been keeping up with my mom's lash bomb Instagram. They gave me like a week off. Thank God. Because I was like, I was seriously like in my bed, depressed, feeling so helpless. They were just like ripping up our house, whatever, you know, you get in your feels, but I'm out. I'm feeling good. I'm headed to work right now to take some appointments things are back to normal, but I have been looking around like new neighborhoods because as much as I love the beach, y'all, like I really feel like those, those homes on those barrier islands are for rich retired people, or I don't even, not even like rich, but just like someone that it's their second house so that when it gets flooded, the insurance company comes in and they fix everything And you just get to stay at your original first house and you don't have to worry about it or be a part of it. You just know that the the construction's happening. You don't have to like get any of your shit out of there. You know, like it's just, it's a second home situation. So I'm hoping to sell to somebody who wants like a super cute second home. We call our house Dolphin Junior because there's a dolphin, uh, there's a dolphin statue or I don't, it's not a statue, but it's like on the front of our house. It's like a, a house statue. I don't know how to say it. It's like half of a dolphin on our wall, but I love that house. I love that neighborhood. I'm like so sad to leave it, but like, that's why I've been driving around these other neighborhoods because I'm trying to get myself psyched on living like in the suburbs, basically <laughs> like, And I live in the suburbs now, kind of. Like, I really do live far away from everything. Like, it takes me 20 to 30 minutes to get anywhere because I am on the barrier islands. There's always, like, a bridge. The drawbridges go up. So I'm just trying to get psyched about moving inland next year. I think it'll be fine, though. I think we can find something great. I feel like everything always works out in real estate the way that it's supposed to for, like, any of you that have bought homes and moved and bought other homes like you know and it's almost like I needed this experience of living at the beach for a year and a half when we sell it'll be two years it's like okay you did you did it you lived at the beach for two years this has always been my dream like had your beach house and it's like 
it's a dream, but it's also kind of a nightmare. And it's like, I had, I always have to do things the hard way. I have to experience it firsthand and make the decision that I don't want to live at the beach anymore. Nobody could have made that decision for me because I'm always like a, like I have to learn from my own mistakes. I don't learn from other people's mistakes. Unfortunately, I really wish that I did. That would make my life so much easier. And speaking of this, this is like so side note, but like, have you done my human design yet? Because if you haven't, you should, because I am okay on my, my human design. There's like a few different things, but like one is like your life path and mine is a three, five. So if any of you are a three, five, reach out to me because I would love to talk about this because I haven't met anyone that's a three, five yet, but basically the three, five, like I was listening to this chick on YouTube talking about it the other day. And she was just saying that three fives are supposed to learn through experience. Um, and almost by their own mistakes, which is so funny. Um, but basically I am supposed to try things see that they're not working out and then try other things. And that's just how I'm going to live my whole fucking life. I don't know. It's stressful. Cause I'm like, am I ever going to figure it out and just be like settled into a life path where I'm just like content and not trying new things, but no, that's not my life path in this life. I guess it's to just try new things and living by the beach was one of those things. So I don't know. Um, I'm really excited though to just kind of like move into the burbs and be in a place where when a hurricane comes through, we just hunker down in our house and we're going to be fine. We won't be evacuated. We'll just sit it out, you know, almost like a snow day. It'll be a hurricane day though. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's, what's been going on with my life. One little next story I have to tell you. So it was just my birthday. I am 37 years old now, which I don't know why I sound so much er like older than 36. I understand that I'm still young, but I'm also freaked out that I feel very old. I don't know. My husband's 42. So I feel young compared to him. I don't know. Very strange, very strange feeling, but it was just my birthday. And on my birthday, I went to brunch with Vike and we were crossing the street in a crosswalk, just walking across the street. And this car turned left and we had the right of way, obviously, like we had the little walking man. This car turned left, uh, either was so fucking like pilled out of her mind that she was zoned out and didn't see us. Or she saw us and didn't give a fuck and kept driving. So Vike had to like run. Like I wasn't super close to him, but he he had to run to get out of the way of this vehicle. And she, I swear to God, she looked at me in my eyes and kept driving. Like it was so fucking crazy. And I was like, she's looking at me. Like it was, you know, when you think, like I thought for sure if I was ever faced with like a near death experience that... I would just like black out and like my survival instincts would kick in and I would save myself. But no, the opposite happened. I did not black out. It was like all of my senses awakened 
And it was like time went slower, like things slowed down. And I looked at her and I realized, holy shit. Like she, like I looked at her and I was like, okay, we're looking at each other. She's going to stop. Clearly I'm a pedestrian. She doesn't want to hit me with her car. And then I realized she was not stopping and had no intention of stopping. And I had to think really quickly and I was wearing flip flops, but I was like, holy shit. So I kind of screamed, but then I realized like, well, that's not going to help. So I tried to like run out of the way. I knew I wasn't going to get out of the way of her car in time. So I flung my body into the like sidewalk, basically. Like I landed in the road, but I just like flew to the side, landed on my side, like with my leg and my arm. And I just like had to like tuck and jump. Like it was fucking insane. I've never been more scared in my life. I've never been closer to my own death, I think. And I was just like, wow, it's my birthday. And then so I canceled my birthday and decided that we were going to like celebrate it the next that weekend (laughs) because fuck that. It was so crazy. Oh, and then my son got sick. I didn't even notice. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, my son got sick on the weekend, so we didn't even do anything. So my birthday this year was weird. I almost died, but I lived. So that's the silver lining. I was thinking too, like, that would suck so hard to die on your birthday. Like, I just, I just wouldn't want that. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so fucked up. Why does my brain go here? But like, you know, when people... If you've lost anybody, like, you remember the day they died. And so, like, it would... And then you also remember their birthday. So, I just think that it would be so sucky for every... Or maybe it would be better for everybody if I died for on my birthday. Because then the death day and my birthday would be on the same day. And so, there wouldn't be two different days to be sad. I don't know. Maybe it'd be better for everyone. Nobody knows. Um... Yeah. So that was, that's how my last few weeks have been. And I am just, I'm just baffled. Like it has been the craziest month. And like, I've also heard that Mercury was in retrograde and that it was like a Virgo moon and blah, blah, blah. And I'm a Virgo. So maybe that's why things have just have to be crazy for me. But whatever. If you're a Virgo, I need to know if things have been crazy for you or if it's just been crazy for everybody. I just feel like there's been something in the air. Like things are like resetting. I don't know. Things are resetting for me though, too. Like I, I'm feeling really good. I will, I'll be honest. I have been insecure and unsure about merging my company with Lash Bomb and working with my mom so closely because we've worked closely together before and we ended up in like couples therapy and like breaking our therapist because we were so insane. But that was like pre me having a baby, which my baby is eight. So, so that was like, that was before. I feel like we're going to be better now. Um, but yeah, over the past few weeks, I have like really settled into like, okay, I'm working with Lash Bomb now. And I'm not like, I'm not stressed about it anymore. 
it feels right. It actually feels good to kind of let go a little bit and realize like soon I won't be filling my own orders. I won't be doing my own customer service and I will be so freed up to be doing the things that I love doing. And some of the stuff that I've been doing lately um, with Lash Bomb is design. So we are, we're sharing a booth at LashCon and we have been creating like little images and like for like stickers and t-shirts, but also for, you know, our booth, we are doing all of that together. So I've been in charge of some of the design and honestly, like nothing makes me happier than drawing stuff designing things, coming up with just getting to be creative. Like having that be my job has legitimately been so wonderful. Like I just think being able to free myself up from like ordering products, inventory, customer service, and, you know, shipping, like those things I, I genuinely don't love, not good at, also the paperwork, all of the taxes, like the crap behind the scenes. Um, I'm just really excited to be able to like have design and marketing be my job because I feel like if I can just focus on those things, I, I can be really good at them, (laughs) you know, but it's like when I'm clouded by all these other things that I'm not good at and I'm struggling to do, um, it just, it takes up my bandwidth. I actually like remember Gary Vee talking about this. He was like, so many people take so much time and energy trying to teach themselves how to be, uh, get better at the things that they're not good at. And he was like, I would challenge you to get better at the things you're already good at. And I just feel like I have the opportunity to do that. So I'm really excited about that. So this is my little update of what's been going on lately, but on my next show, I am going to have, um, I think I'm going to bring my mom on and we're going to kind of talk about like what's going on with LashCon and trends and more predictions that we see in the industry. I think it'll be fun. And yeah, thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.